worthy, God, today. He's worthy of the praise. Thank you, God. Lord, thank you for us knowing who you are. Thank you, God, for us knowing that we have a reason to praise you, to magnify you. You have opened up the pages of Scripture. You have poured your spirit down within our hearts. And so, Father, we know why our hands are lifted up. We understand why our hearts are filled with praise. Because you've been this, just that good to us. So, Father, in these next few moments, we pray, God, that your word will minister to our hearts on today. Thank you for allowing us to come together one more time. Father God, you be glorified. Touch here, there, and everywhere. That your name alone will be glorified. Give us what to say and how to say Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God is just so good. He is just so great. He is just so awesome. He's just so wonderful. He's just so mighty. That's who he is. And that's who he is to me. And we praise the Lord on this morning. God bless all of the saints of God that's in the house of the Lord this morning. And those by virtue of YouTube and Facebook and the like. May the Lord God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. Uh, that is our prayer on today. We serve a mighty God. You know, um, the Lord us to kind of go to go up north, up past Sacramento into Napa Valley, spend some time together and looking at God's creation and taking a little break and getting away from some of the hustles and bustles of retired life. <laughs> we thank God for that. Amen. Thank God for seeing Brother Mark Mama Sonia in the house of the Lord. Brother Mark, the church is praying for you. God's hand is upon you. God for little baby Carlito, nine months old, is that right? And guess what? I saw him on Facebook taking steps already by himself. I'm like, look at God. Amen. So this young man, he hit the ground. He's going to hit the ground running. Praise the Lord. And we're so grateful. Amen. We're so grateful. You know, the thought of the Lord, the subject, the message for us, for the church, for me first, the Lord gave to me was in the form of a question. Who is this Jesus? Amen. You know, we hear so much about Jesus. We have, there's been, we've had the Jesus movement and we've had, uh, you know, uh, Jesus freaks and whatever you want to call it. You, you hear so much about Jesus, but the question is, who is this Jesus? Amen. And you know, God is so good. My wife have a devotion that she reads every morning. I was laying up there this morning and getting the cat butter out. Y'all don't know what that means. Just getting my eyes open and cleared up. And, and she said, look at what my devotion was on this morning. And again, as Power Hour went forth, and I would encourage everybody, when you're in the house or out of the house or online, Find a way of getting to power hour. It'll bless you. All the saints in power hour this morning, except a couple, was preaching this morning just by virtue of hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God, exploring the word of God, and the whole
this morning. And what a blessing, what a blessing. So uh, with this commercial, I, I would admonish you, uh, uh, those that are connected with 3Ps, if you can make it to Power Hour in any, any way that you can, whether it's online or in-house, it'll bless you. Amen. And, and so my wife this morning, her, her devotional, and she said, look what my devotional was. And it was right in line with what the Lord has given me to share on today. So listen to this. It's called Your Key to Life, and then I get into the message, which will come from Colossians chapter 1, verse 11 through 18. And listen, listen to what her devotion was, Sister Amanda. Madonna said, of all people, Madonna said, when I was growing up, Jesus Christ was like a movie star, my favorite idol of all. Napoleon Bonaparte said, I know men, and I tell you that Jesus Christ is no mere man. Novelist H.G. Wells said, I am a historian. I am not a believer, but this penniless preacher from Galilee is irresistibly, irresistibly the center of history. Even people who would not describe themselves as followers of this penniless preacher recognize that there is something extraordinary about Jesus. No one, not even angels, can compare with Jesus. <laughs> if you want to know what God is like, <clears throat> look at Jesus. He said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Now, this is from someone writing, grabbing stuff from history and from things that they've heard about this Jesus. The subject is, who is this Jesus? And, and the Lord took me to Colossians chapter 1. I dare not read the whole chapter, even though it's in my heart, but it starts out. Uh, Paul introducing himself, giving glory to God, and he's praying for the saints. How many know it's important to pray for one another? It's important to pray for one another. <coughs> Excuse me. It's important to pray for the church. It's important to pray for our communities. It's important to pray for this whole world, for our nation. Jesus said man should always pray and not faint. And we need to understand there's power in prayer. <coughs> Thank God for prayer. Like those songs say, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind took some time and prayed for me, they didn't have a doubt that God would bring me out. I'm so glad somebody prayed for me. The Apostle Paul was praying for the saints in Colossae. So I'm going to jump in and start at the, at, at the 11th verse. Thank you, sister. Praise God. Old time this morning. Praise the Lord. That's my baby. Praise the Lord. Looking out for the old man. Isn't, that, isn't it good to have somebody looking out for you, Mama Sonia? Praise the Lord. So, as, as, as God bless uh, Minister preaching Tyrone, man. Praise the Lord. As, as uh, Paul was praying for the church, and, and, you know, it's one thing to pray for somebody. It's another thing for you to hear someone saying, I've been praying for you. And, and they enunciate that they've been praying for you in detail. It tells you that they, they know something about you. They, they know something about your struggle. They're concerned about you, and somebody lets you know, I'm praying for you. 
in the midst of all that you're going through. I'm praying for you. What a blessing. And so we pick up in verse 11 of Colossians 1. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power. So you will have all, listen to this, all the endurance and patience you need. How many know we need endurance today? That we need patience today. And to know that someone is praying, uh, Brother Tyrone, that you would have endurance, see? That you will have patience as you travel along this way, spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, that you may be filled with joy. Verse 12, always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share, listen to this, in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. Isn't that something? We're not walking in darkness anymore. We're walking in the light of, uh, of life. We're walking in the light of Jesus Christ. Who is this Jesus, right? Verse 13, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. We ought to praise the Lord today. Amen. Listen, I don't know about you, but I, he's forgiven me of my sins, Sister Rachel. He's taken my sins and threw them in the sea of forgetfulness. What a mighty God we serve. Who is this Jesus? Well, look at verse 15. Paul begins to enunciate and to claim to the church at Colossae who this Jesus is. My God, you know, I got so many scriptures I want to share today. I'm going to try to get through some of these. I know it's Harvest Festival on today. But who is Jesus? Because he lives, I live also. Verse 15, listen to this. Just in case there's somebody who, who really don't know who this Jesus is. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. Come on now. See. He left his home in glory to come down to save a sinner like me. Somebody say we walked with him and we talked with him. See, we had fellowship with Jesus, the God man in Galilee. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. You know, chew on that for a moment. We serve a God who we but also we, heard, we serve a God who speaks to us and talks to us and leads us. This, let, let, let me try to get, get through this without, because uh, the word preaches, Brother Chucky, the word just speaks for itself. And the spirit of God makes it alive to the hearer who has fertile ground. You know, I want my heart to be fertile. I want to hear what God is saying to me today. Thank you, God. I thank God for all that he shared with me in the past, but God, I want to hear you now. Thank you. I need some marching orders now, Lord. He says, <clears throat> he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. Who is this Jesus? See, what did Paul who say, oh, that I might know him in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his suffering. Oh, I want to know him. Man, anybody want to know more about Jesus? Because if, if I ask the question, how many know Jesus, raise your hand. See, come on, y'all. How many know Jesus, raise your hand. Well, how many want to know more about Jesus, raise your hand. 
How many want a closer walk with Jesus? Raise your hand. See, he existed before anything. Anything in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. <clears throat> he existed before anything. Who is this Jesus? Verse 16. For through him, through him, Jesus, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. Through him, through, through this Jesus. He made the things we can see and the things which we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities, get this, in the unseen world. Remember this saying Paul over in Ephesians 6, say, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in, in the heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. This G, who is this Jesus? Amen. Who made everything that we can see, touch, and feel, and the things that we can't see. I was looking at the NASA channel and looking at this, this new Weber telescope or whatever. It's so much. And I'm saying, God, thank you that we can't see it. Because we wouldn't be able to have stars being born, black holes, you know, stars dying, galaxies. That God, when he said, let there be light, bam, light, planets, stars, things that we can't see with the naked eye. But God has given man even enough sense to have things to see some of these things, and they still scratching their head. How, why, what? All they need to find out is, who is this Jesus who created all of this? Thank you, Lord God. He made the things we can see, the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdom, rulers, and authorities of the unseen world, everything was created through him and for him. See, if anything is for you, it's for you to use it, to, to apply it, to, to take pleasure in it. Everything was created through him and for him. Who is this Jesus? Verse 17 of Colossians 1. He existed before anything else. You know, sometimes my little brain, I have to try to wrap my head around some things. But I found out, <clears throat> Sister Christy, those things that I cannot comprehend, I apprehend by faith. God said it. God did it. And I'm satisfied. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He existed before anything else. Listen to this one. And he holds all creation together. We were up there in Napa Valley, and it's a geyser up there. It's not Old Faithful that's in Yellowstone, but it's a little geyser. And every couple of hours, it starts spewing out of the ground hot water, going 20 or 30 feet up in the air because there's molten and then we saw all these different things. The center of the earth is hot, molten lava in the middle of the earth with oceans on top of it. I'm just saying about this Jesus who created everything. And, and so that heat heats the water that's in the ground 
and it comes so much, gets so hot and boiling to where it has to escape and go somewhere. So now yours truly, with my little mind, George said, okay, we're walking on a volcano. You know, in my little mind, I said, well, if it do this every two hours, and here's one over here, <laughs> over here that they say they cap off, and it's just steam coming out. And I'm saying, <laughs> this thing could blow up at any time. So it's been fun, but you know what, y'all? <laughs> yeah, we can, we can go somewhere else now. <laughs> but God has created all of this. He existed before everything else, and he holds all creation together. Verse 18, Christ is also, listen to this, the head of the church. No man or woman is the head of the church. Christ is the head of the church. He's the one who set up on this rock. Amen. Christ is, is also the head of the church, which is the body. See, don't you know that we're the body of Christ? members in particular we do you, do you know that we've been washed in the blood of Jesus only reason we talking like this and acting like we do is because of Jesus I ain't out there driving 120 on the freeways no more don't have hangovers no more what happened listen to this he is the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. <laughs> I'll rise again. He said, it ain't no grave can hold his body down. So the last part of verse 18, so he is first in everything. Since we're asking the question, who is this Jesus? And, and, and as his word comes more and more clear to us, Shouldn't he be first in our lives? Shouldn't he be first in our decisions? Shouldn't he be preeminent to where, you know what? Because if the truth be told, how can I love you if I don't love God? How can I love my wife and my children if I don't love God? Because God is love. See? And in him, there's no darkness. It's nothing but light. So, so, who is this Jesus? Let's look at some, some different passages here. We're going to scroll through some and, 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 and wrap it up. But, but I, I, I trust that we heard Colossians 1 about who this Jesus is because so many people today, even in the church, have a misconception of who Jesus is, who have a misconception of who he, the Holy Spirit, is. Because some folks are looking for it when he said, I'm here. <laughs> I'll walk with you. I'll talk with you. I'll tell you that you're, that you're mine. See, see, every misconception, every cult, a cult group starts with a misconception of who, of the nature of God. Oh, but when you know who he is, it all starts coming into place. John 1, verse 1 through 4. In the beginning was the word, capital W-O-R-D. Jesus, right? In the beginning was the word. Now, come on, y'all. In the beginning. In the beginning. See, was the word. 
Jesus, nothing was made that was made. And not only that stuff like this, but in him was life. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. That's why some of y'all look lit up right now with the glory of God. Amen. Because we know where he's brought us from. Who is this Jesus? John 10, 27. Amen. Uh, it, 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 uh, the writer says, uh, and, and, but he, he's writing and pinning, uh, thank God, uh, being an eyewitness of wh who Jesus was and what Jesus was doing and what Jesus said. He writes that Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. Any sheep in the house today. See, do, do, do you, do you want to hear from God? See, in order to hear from God, we have to stop the noise sometimes. It's too much noise. Stop the music and be still at Psalm 46 and 10 and know that he's God. God, speak to me today. I don't know about you, but I, I need to hear from God. You know, I don't even like trying to do stuff on my own no more. I want to. I do sometimes. And then the Lord say, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll direct your path. Hallelujah. Praise God for the saints. Come marching in. Thank you. We, he, he said, my sheep hear my voice. And listen to what, what he said. Jesus said, I know them. Sister Janet, he knows us. Oh, God. Oh, God. You ever think like he knows us? If he know me, that means he knows what I need. He knows where I'm at. He, he knows where, where, where I'm going. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. His sheep follow him. Pastor John was preaching in, in, in the teaching session this morning <laughs> on the very notion that he leads us beside the still waters. He, he, he goes on to say, and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Wait a minute. Who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? He, he said, my father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch us them anybody out of his hand, out of my father's hand, and this is what Jesus said. Who is this Jesus? He says, I and my father are one. Oh, glory be to God. Who is this Jesus? Mm. Hebrews. Brother Chuck, Brother Chuck came in here fired up this morning with Hebrews on the phone. God is calling it Jesus God. It, it's the word... Let me read this. God who at various times, if King James Version, God who at sundry times and divers places, God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. A true prophet would hear from God and would tell the people what thus saith the Lord. A false prophet wouldn't hear from God, would tell folks what they say that God said, and God said, I didn't say that, and then judgment could come upon them. You think it's a message for people on the day? Some folks say, yeah, you got more prophets today than I've read about in the Bible. 
Don't let me go down that road. I'm just saying. Y'all pray for me. He said, in the last days, though, spoken to us by his son. Who is this Jesus? Whom he has appointed heir of all things. Through whom also he made, listen to this good now, on the writer of Hebrews, through whom he, capital H, talking about Jesus, made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, <coughs> talking about the Father, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, <coughs> when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels. Jesus is not no angel. This is Jesus, the son of the living God. This is God incarnate in the flesh. This, who is this Jesus? So much better than the angels. And he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Oh, glory be to God. Who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? Acts chapter 9. You know, all of us have gone through a place, through a time, if you're saved and you're washed in the blood of Jesus, you, you have come to a point at some place in your life where you recognize this Jesus can forgive me of my sins, can, can turn my life around. And some of us came through the fire. Some of us the Lord pulled out of the fire like yours truly here because I was in the fire. I was on my way to hell. The devil was having a field day with me. But God. It's all right to say that, ain't it? I mean, I'm just telling the truth. Ain't no need me running around here. I'm holier than now. No, I was jacked up. And as some folks say, thank you, sister. Say, I, I was tore up from the flow up. But who is this Jesus? So this, this Saul of Tarsus, who we are preaching from the letters he wrote today, who's Paul, his, his, his Jewish name, oh God, his Roman name, uh, something happened in him from, from being a persecutor of God's people from being a religious zealot, thinking he was right when he was wrong. Do y'all know it's nothing worse than thinking you're right when you're wrong? And the only one that can show us we're wrong when we think we're right is Jesus, the righteous one. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus talking about Saul, who was on his way to persecute people like you and I. Oh, you a believer? Yes, I am. Okay, you going to jail. You a believer? You going to jail or worse. This is what he was doing. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shined around him from where? From heaven. <laughs> you're talking about your arms too short to box with God. You, 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 you in a nowhere situation. Then he said, then he then should say, then he fell to the ground. And he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul. Kermit, Kermit, warn, warn. You may, you may. 
fell to the ground, heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Capital M-E. Who is this Jesus? And, and, and he said, who are you, Lord? You mean the persecutor, the, the Pharisee, the one who's a member of the Sanhedrin court, who's never had to answer to nobody, did whatever he thought he was big enough to do. He says, who are you, Lord? Yahweh, Adonai, Master, who are you? I'm, I'm hearing something. I'm, I can't see. Who are you? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. You're in a no-win situation. The goats and the pricks, if you had an oxen or a beast of burden, and you had these, these goats that if he, act, if he bucked, if he tried to go the wrong way, they would stick him. And he had to line up and go straight. Where did God send Paul? Down on Straight Street. Anybody today been down on Straight Street? I don't know about you, but I was on Crooked Street. I was on a one-way street going the wrong way. Oh, but this Jesus. Thank you, Lord. A couple more verses. I, I, go get out of here. Philippians 2, verse 9 through 11. Therefore, God has highly exalted this Jesus, this capital H-I-M, and given him the name which is above every name. Y'all get that right? A name that's above every name. There's no name greater than the name of Jesus. I don't care if it's got president in front of it, potentate in front of it, whatever has given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Oh, God. Every knee's not bound, but every knee should bow. And it's going to come a time that every knee will bow. He said that, that, that every knee should bow of those in heaven and, and of those on earth and those under the earth and, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Who is this Jesus? Mm. John 8, 57 through 58. Then the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old. The, the religious folk, they had begun to question Jesus. And they were upset about the miracles that he was doing, raising the dead and giving sight to the blind, and, and, and they're trying to get a handle on who is this Jesus. See, it, it's different folks who want to know who is this Jesus. It's some folks, he's an offense to them, and they want to know who he is so they can kill him but there's other folks who's weary, wounded, and sad, and they want to know, who is this Jesus? And they have a listening ear to find out who he is. And, and so now, mind you, all that we have read in Colossians, we see who this Jesus is according to the word of God. Then the Jews said to him, you are not yet 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? Have you, sir, seen Abraham? They're trying to be smart. Jesus said to them, listen to this, hold, fasten your seatbelts. Most assuredly, uh, uh, King James vernacular, very, verily. 
Most assuredly I say to you, listen to what he said. Before Abraham was, I am. You remember when Jesus, when God sent Moses down to Egypt to tell Pharaoh to let my people go? And Moses said, well, who, who, who I'm going to tell him sent me? He said, tell him I am that I am sent you. The self-existing one. The, the creator of the heavens and earth, you tell them I am sent you. And now here Jesus, the son of God. Here Jesus, the anthropos, forever the God-man. 100% God, 100% man. He said, before Abraham was, I am. He used that term, capital I, capital A-M, and the folks got shown up mad. See, some people, when Jesus showed them who he is, they still don't want him. But I thank God. Matthew 6, 15 and 16. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Jesus asked his disciples, his followers, who do men say that I am? They said, well, some say Elijah, Jeremiah, some say that prophet. Oh, that's good, good, that's good. But who do you say I am? See, three Ps today. Who do you say that he is? And, and so when Jesus asked that, that question, he said to them, but who do you say that I am? That's a real question, see, especially in the time we're living in when things are getting tight, when things are getting crazy, when we don't know from one day to the next where this stuff is going in the nation, in the world, who is this Jesus, and who do you say that he is? Because if you know who he is, we're going to be able to endure. If we don't know who he is, we're going to jump out the box. He said to him, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered said, you are the Christ. Oh, God. You are the Messiah. You are the anointed one. Uh, you are the one we've been looking for. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, guess what, Peter? Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. But my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. Who is this Jesus that dries the weeping eyes? Who is this Jesus to turn your dark yesterdays into bright tomorrows? Who is this Jesus that makes ways out of no way for you time and time again? Who is this Jesus that opened up doors and give you that job that you didn't think you was going to get? Who is this Jesus that healed you from all manner of sickness and disease when the doctor has given you up? He said, live on. Who is this Jesus? Oh, God, when the chips are down, who is this Jesus? When we don't know what to do, and he speaks to our heart and says, everything is going to be all right. Who is this Jesus? Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, who is he? The great and the, the bright and morning star, who is this Jesus? The rose of Sharon, who is this Jesus? The light of Judah, who is this Jesus? The first and the last, who is this Jesus? Who said, behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me to give every man according to what his work shall be. Who is this Jesus? Mm, mm, mm. Who, who heals the broken heart? Who is this Jesus? When all hope is gone, who gives hope? Who is this Jesus? When the bills need to be paid, who is this Jesus? That makes ways out of no way time and time again. Who is he? What's his name? His name is Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. My Savior, my Lord, my Redeemer, whoever called upon the name of Jesus 
saved. If you believe in your heart and confess in your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Who is this Jesus that can make a statement like that and transform a man's life and turn it totally around? Who is this Jesus who have worked in me what nobody else could do? Who is this Jesus that showed me how to love my wife? Who is this Jesus? Mm. Who would entrust somebody like me with the word of God? To share with the dark and dying world who empowers me to open up my mouth and say, thus saith the Lord, in the name of Jesus. Who is this Jesus? Who have put hope in your heart, who have put vision in your heart and in your mind, have shown you a glimpse of where he's taking you and he's going to do it. Who is this Jesus? Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Who is this Jesus? If you don't know him, get to know him. If you don't know him, seek him out. Search out, search him out with your whole heart. Oh God, who is this Jesus that I can take my burdens to and lay him at the foot of the cross and don't have to worry about it no more? He, he didn't say everything was going to be peaches and cream, but this Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you always, even to the end of the earth. Who is this Jesus that said, listen, I have forgiven you. Why you keep carrying it around? How come you ever let this stuff go for years because you blew it? Because you were ashamed? Who is this Jesus that said, come unto me. All you who are laboring and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, and you shall find rest for your soul. Who is this Jesus that can give us rest in the midst of chaos? Hey, glory. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.